Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. We are right in the middle of the story. And what a story this is. The life of Joseph taken from Genesis chapter 49. You can read it yourself from verse 22 all the way up to 26. And it's such a powerful story for us today because I know many people are dealing with pain in their heart, in their mind, they're suffering because they have been attacked in a similar way as Joseph, maybe not on the same level, but in a similar way. Oh, we know the tactics of the enemy. He shoots those arrows like a sniper, wounding our heart, and then he lets infection come in, and it just kills us. It puts bitterness inside. It puts anger inside, and we destroy not only our own life, but all that are around us. But it doesn't have to end like this, my dear friend. Let's go to the secret of the strength of Joseph to find out how we can overcome these archers. The archers, it says in verse 22, they have sorely grieved him. They shot at him and they hated him. Well, we talked all about these archers last time, but it says about Joseph, but his bow, his bow abode in strength. And the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty God of Jacob. From thence is the shepherd, the stone of Israel. Well, here we find one of the first secrets of Joseph. Number one, it were the arms of the Lord that were around him. Or I'm seeing this child taking a bow and an arrow trying to shoot and Papa comes around him and just puts his arms around the arms of this young child, upon the hands of this child, helping him, strengthening him, giving that extra strength that he doesn't have himself to pull that bow and to keep his arms steady and strong. Well, another important thing to notice here is that Joseph did not shoot back. That's a very important issue here that you must know in your life. It's very important. Joseph, his bow remained in strength, but he did not shoot back. Just like, oh, Saul threw those spears at David, but David did not take them out of the wall and throw them back. Oh, a real anointed servant of the Lord will seek his righteousness from the Lord. He will seek the Lord to vindicate him but he will not shoot the arrows back. But not shooting back doesn't mean they don't have the strength to shoot back. Joseph had the strength. Oh, he remained in strength because the strength of the Almighty One was covering him, was around him. Oh, when we are shot at, we want to take our bow, and in our own strength we try to shoot back. But when we start that kind of a fight, I tell you, you will lose. Joseph would have lost. He did not fight back in that way, but the arms of the Lord were around him, keeping him in strength. And then it says something important there. It says, from thence on is the shepherd of Israel and the rock of Israel, the stone of Israel. In another translation, it says rock. Those are also key ingredients of his success. Number one, he knew his shepherd. You need to know your shepherd. When you are shot, when the arrow has pierced your heart and poison has come in, many tips of the arrow 
in the past were dipped into poison. And so when they pierce you, it's not just the wound of the arrow of that iron tip that that pierces your heart. It's the poison that is there that floods into that wound and it brings bitterness and it brings anger. And so, yes, what do we do when we are hit by an arrow? When poison has entered our mind, our heart, what do we do? So many times we try to find someone who sees things from our side. We try to find someone who has compassion with our flesh, who puts an arm around us and encourages us in the flesh. I'm not saying this is bad, but many times it's not helping us to get out. What do we need to do? We need to do what Joseph did. He knew who his shepherd was. And he went to his shepherd. Oh, doesn't it say that the great shepherd of our soul, he leaves the 99 behind in safety and he goes searching for that one that is lost. And when he finds that one lost sheep laying in a ditch with wounds, he takes it and he cleans out the wounds. That's an important part. And then he pours healing oil in that wound and he binds up that wound. That was what that the great Samaritan did. Oh, he bound up those wounds. He cleansed those wounds. He poured healing oil in those wounds. He bound up those wounds. And then he takes that wounded sheep and puts it in his arms, puts it on his shoulders, and he carries it to safety. You need to know your shepherd, my friend. Joseph knew his shepherd. Oh, I remember one time in my life, I felt so empty. I felt wounded. And I went to my papa and I said, Papa, this is my story. And I was crying before him. And you know what my father said? He said, it's good you feel this way. Now go home and be filled by the Holy Spirit. Oh, I didn't like that word at all. I wanted Papa to come to me, to pick me up, to put his arms around me, to cry with me, to say some comforting words. But he said, go home. He pushed me out of his arms but he pushed me in the arms of the Lord. As I was walking away, I was angry and I didn't want to go home and pray at all. But suddenly a voice in me said, why don't you do what he said? And I went home and the Lord filled me and it was a glorious moment. Well, I forgot that lesson, but many years later, I was somewhere on the mission field and I was alone. There were no earthly arms there to help me or to comfort me. But I had remembered that lesson, how Papa drove me out of earthly arms into the arms of the Lord. I knew my shepherd. You need to know your shepherd. Go home and be filled by the Holy Spirit and the Lord, the great shepherd. He will cleanse your wounds. He will pour healing oil in them. He will bind them up and he will carry you. And then it says also the rock, the stone of Israel. You need to know your rock. What do you do when they're shooting all these arrows at you? Oh, there are times in your life when there are so many arrows going left and right, above and under. There's no other place to go. There's no way you can fight. There's no way you can advance and attack. You need to wait. But where do you wait? You wait behind the rock. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus is the rock. Jesus stood up and he stood before you and he took all the arrows all the arrows the enemy could fire, all those arrows of sin, all those arrows of judgment, all those arrows of condemnation, all those 
arrows of the curse. He took them all upon the cross of Jesus. And we just need to hide behind the rock. We need to hide behind Jesus. And then there will come a time when the enemy subdues and when the arrows stop coming and then we can stand up. But you need to know in those times when those arrows are being shot by the archers, you need to know your rock. You need to know where you can hide. Go to the Lord. He is your refuge. Hallelujah. Well, there is another very important secret of his strength. And we find it a little bit earlier in the verse before. It says, he is a fruitful tree, Joseph. He is a fruitful tree by a well. Oh, that is so important. That fruitful tree was fruitful because the roots of that tree were going into the well. And there he had access to that good, pure, refreshing water. That water sustained him. That water made him strong. That water helped him through the dry seasons. That water helped him to overcome and to grow even when the sun was shining hot, even when all the other flowers were withering away because of the heat. Oh, that tree was growing. That tree was blossoming. That tree was blessed, hallelujah, because the roots were deep into the well. Oh, where are your roots, my friend? Where are you standing? Are you a fruitful tree? And why are you fruitful? Are you fruitful because your roots are in the well or are in the source? God is our source. God is our well. All living water comes from him. It comes from his throne. And if you drink of it, oh, I tell you that living water will refresh your spirit. It will refresh your mind. It will strengthen your heart. It will bless you. It will bring blossom in times of drought. It will bring flowers in times of heat. When everybody and everything around you is withering away, you will rise up. You will grow like a strong tree. You will bring fruit. Hallelujah. Yes, in dry seasons and dry times. Sometimes you see these trees. Oh, nothing is growing there. They have no roots, my friend. No roots that are in the well, that are in the water streams. Then you see other trees. And in the middle of that dry season, they are growing and they are giving fruit. Oh, don't you want to be like a tree, like Joseph? Oh, that you will be a fruitful tree. Well, how can you be a fruitful tree when your roots are in the well? Joseph, it says, he is a fruitful tree because his roots were there in the well. And then it says another secret here, a revelation of another secret. It says, whose branches run over the wall. Well, you can only accomplish this if you are a tree with roots in the well. Every time the enemy put another layer of brick on that wall and made the wall higher. And so Joseph, he could not come over that wall, but he had to grow higher. And then the enemy, as he grew, put another layer of bricks there. And so again, his branches could not run over the wall. He had to rise up and grow higher again. And as Joseph grew higher, as he overcame that obstacle, just go through his life story. As his brothers threw him in the well, he had to grow higher again. As they sold him as a slave, he had to grow higher again. As he was in the house of Potiphar with all those idols and false gods, 
he had to grow higher again. As that wife of Potiphar went after him with temptation, he had to grow higher again. As he was thrown into prison, he had to grow higher again. Falsely accused, he had to grow higher again. Forgotten by the wine pour, he had to grow higher again. Oh, do you see the picture, my dear friend? Every time the enemy lay down another row of bricks, Joseph, he could have said, well, that's too high. Oh, I just cannot grow any higher anymore. I cannot take this anymore. Oh, maybe you are at that place right now as I'm bringing this message. I'm thinking of that that woman in the household. Oh, you're taking care of your husband. You're taking care of your children. You don't have enough money to pay the bills. You don't know how to come to the next day, how to make the next meal. Maybe you have some marital problems or some other issues in your life. And maybe you're crying out and say, Lord, I just cannot take it anymore. Oh, my dear friend. Oh, my dear, dear sister in the Lord, my dear brother in the Lord. Oh, don't you know that there is a source that has water of life that will give you strength to overcome, that will give you strength to move on, to move forward, to grow higher again. You just need to drink of that water that comes from the throne of God and let his strength be your strength. Oh, eat the bread of life. Eat the bread of life. Drink the water of life and grow. Grow again. Grow higher than that attack of the enemy. Grow higher than that mountain that is before you. Oh, rise up in the name of Jesus. Oh, my dear friend, maybe you, your boss, oh, he is such an awful man, and he has come against you, and he has threatened to fire you. Oh, and he has accused you falsely, and you don't know what to do anymore, and you're saying, oh, I'm going to give up. I can't take this anymore. Oh, think of this story of Joseph. Joseph, he was a fruitful tree whose branches ran over the wall. Oh, every time the enemy brought a new layer of bricks. But Joseph, he rose. He rose to the challenge. He rose to the challenge. You can rise to the challenge, my friend, not in your own strength or your own power, but in the strength of God. Oh, you are connected to that source of life. Oh, you have all the promises of the Bible that are yours in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And he is with you. And so every time that wall grew higher, but Joseph grew higher still. And the wall grew higher, but Joseph grew higher still. And the wall grows higher for you, but you will grow higher still. Hallelujah. Up to the point where God said, enough is enough. And that day is coming in your life. It's always coming in the life of a child of God that God will say, enough is enough. No further anymore. And he limits the enemy. Oh, don't think the enemy can do everything that he wants to do. Think of the story of Job. The enemy said, I cannot do that because you are like a hedge around him. You limit me. Oh, and God sets the limits. And God also has a point where he will say to the enemy, no more, no more up to this point and no more. And I pray that day is there for you today that God will say to your enemy, no more to that sickness, no more to that poverty, no more to that demonic activity, no more to those problems in the family, no more to that marital issue, no more to those children that have run away from you, no more. Oh, he will restore. And it says when that moment came, 
that God said to that wall, to the enemies, no more. This is the ultimate height that you can go. It says Joseph grew even higher still. And that's the moment that his branches started reaching over the wall. And as they reached over the wall, they gave fruit to his brothers. They gave fruit to the very enemy that he had that had made his life so very difficult. All those that had accused him, those that had threw him in the pit, those that had sold him as a slave, yet the very fruit of his life was feeding those that were his very enemy. Oh, hallelujah. How could Joseph give fruit, give blessing, give salvation to those very men, to those very families that had hurt him, that had caused him so much pain and suffering, such a life of suffering, how he never saw his mama again, how he was cut away from his loving papa, how he was sold as a slave, had to live in Egypt. How could he be friendly to them? How could he even help them? How could he even love them and bless them? Oh, my dear friend, it was because of the secrets that we have been talking about today. He knew his shepherd who cleansed the wounds of his heart, took away the bitterness, the anger, the pain, and the suffering, who had poured healing oil there, who had bound up his wounds and blessed him, blessed him in such a way that they exalted him to be the prime minister of the whole nation and even Pharaoh, who is like a god and who saw himself as a god, called Joseph his father. So even though Pharaoh was above him and Joseph was the prime minister, yet in actuality, Pharaoh saw him as a father, saw Joseph as a father. Oh, think of that. That's powerful. And if you think of this, doesn't it resemble the story of Jesus Christ? Doesn't it resemble the life of Jesus? How the archers, they came against him. They were jealous at him because he had the anointing of God. Oh, they falsely accused him. Oh, they tempted him to stray away from the perfect plan of God. They falsely accused him. They hung him on the cross. Oh, they did everything against him to rouse up his anger against them. But yet, Jesus, he loved them. He said, forgive them, for they know not what they are doing. And he said, I give my life. No one takes it away, but I give it as a ransom. He gave himself completely and Holy, his blood poured out on the cross of Calvary. He gave his life, everything he gave out of love and goodness. Oh, his branches ran over the wall and those that accused him and those that sinned against him and those that hated him. Oh, they are the ones that are saved because of him. We are the ones that are saved because of him. What a message of salvation today. Oh, hallelujah for Jesus. Hallelujah for that great example of Joseph. Oh, the secret was that the roots were in the well. The secret was that they grew higher still, higher still, until their branches reached over the wall and they gave fruit and life and blessing to their enemies and they loved them. Oh, their secret was they knew their shepherd. They knew their rock. They depended upon their God. Oh, I want you to be like a Joseph. God wants you to be like a Joseph. Being like a Joseph means you are like Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Today, I want to pray for you, Father. 
I'm praying for those that are listening to this broadcast. Some have been hurt. Some are suffering. Oh, their family has angered them. Their family has treated them unjustly. Oh, maybe their workplace is the place of of problems. Maybe their neighbors are causing them such an issue. But today, Lord, oh, let them drink from the well. Let them drink from the everlasting source. Let them eat the bread of life. Lord, heal their wound. Cleanse their wound. Heal their wound. Pour in the purifying and healing oil of the Holy Spirit and bless them today as you bind them up, Lord, as they are seeking refuge, as you are carrying them and as you are standing before them, taking all the arrows in their place. Lord, bring them out of this time, not bitter, but bring them out better, Lord. Don't make them bitter. Don't let them become bitter. Let them become better, Lord. Oh, by the grace of God and Lord, Oh, let there be fruits produced through their life that will even bless their very enemy, that will bless the very ones that have accused them falsely, that have come against them, that have forgotten them. Lord, let the fruit that you bring in their life be a blessing to those very enemies and let them all enjoy it, Lord. Let them be a blessing to the world and use them like you used your son, like you used Joseph, and so many other examples in the Bible. Oh, yes, let them be a Joseph of this generation, I pray, in the right spirit, with the right heart and attitude, Lord. Oh, Lord, because you are with them. Bless them today, and Lord, let today be that day that you say to their enemies, enough is enough, no further than this, and Lord, you will do it. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com. 